everyone, yeah. welcome to Booting Up with Rixie Manor. Um, this is a concept Ben and Isadora started to provide our couples with um, wedding planning tips, uh, to do's and don'ts, and then also to meet some of our favorite vendors. And obviously this year, usually we do it in person, and this year it's uh, a little different. So we are doing it in a new format and new ways to bear with us, because Nick is with us um, as our guinea pig. Hey. <laughs> Um, so today we're talking with Nuja Media, one of our favorite videographers that we've had um, working here at Rixie for what, six years now? I think basically since video. we opened. Yeah. Um, Nick is a great videographer here locally in Culpeper, Virginia. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit more about you and your relationship with us, buddy. Yeah, we've been, uh, I don't know how we met. I guess I was here for a, a wedding and then kind of made friends after that but um i think it might have been jess and peter that booked you first which was a really epic wedding you know you know it was will and joy and i shot it for free or something i think oh uh, that wedding i wasn't paying a ton of attention to who yeah yeah the there, were other things, there were other things going on <laughs> um but yeah and then you know i think probably me and ben probably made friends first and then uh you finally were able to meet amanda one day but yeah so right now currently it's myself and amanda my wife and we've been doing it 10 years or so and uh we love Rixie because you know everything's run super smoothly here and now we're five minutes away so that's a big plus <laughs> are you did you move yeah yeah we moved over by uh, Waterford Road so we're uh, literally five minutes away so for those that don't know and the reason why I am virtually with them and also not masked is because a year ago I decided to start transitioning to living in England a little bit more but uh, because of Corona, that little bit in England turned into full time in England because I can't go back and forth. So I haven't seen these guys in person for about a year now. Um, and lots of changes have happened for everyone, I think. One of the major changes is Quaid's come on to work for us. And in a less professional thing, Nick's got another one on the way. Yes. Yeah. Baby number two, a girl this time. We have a boy who's three and uh, we'll have a baby girl here in July. And their little boy is just the cutest. Um, nah, I mean, he's cool. You know what I mean? I, How did um, I like him. life with babies and like kids and stuff affect so, uh, you? Like, yeah, so wedding season, it's it's it makes it much easier being in this industry with children, in my opinion, because during the week, everybody else is working, including potential babysitters. <laughs> uh, so we're able to, yeah, to have our son and be around. And, uh, and then on the weekends, grandma is uh, not working. So we're able to, and then, it, but she's great. She would rather have him than not have him. So uh, it works out really well for us. Um, I'm sure it's different for every, you know, family, but. Um, Tell us a little yeah. bit about your company. Cause you've got quite a few people that work for you and can step in and out in case of emergencies. Yeah. So we, the way we kind of did it was I started it 10 years ago with a partner and then he stepped away and then I grew it a little bit. I hired him back. And we grew it kind of to a place where we were doing maybe two, three weddings on the same day. And we were, uh, you know, contracting out the work always to people who were on the team. And then when we had our son, we kicked it back to just Amanda and I, uh, still with two consistent uh, 1099 contractors, which just means they're, they're you know, they're self-employed, but we hire them. And, yeah. uh, but it's always the same. So we have a, a great, and, and he only works for us as far as weddings go, uh, Aaron. Um, he does a lot of our video work if if I'm doing photo that day or if uh, uh, for some reason, like when we're having our baby, we, you know, I'm, I'm not able to, I got to take that month off and just be careful with, you know, what's going on. So um, you mean you're expected to attend the child, birth of your child versus work? Yeah, exactly. So like last minute, if man is like, I'm just going to go into labor, you know, I can call Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you've actually had a few really good people start working for you and branch off and do their own thing too. Yeah, yeah, Brady Bates being one of them. Uh, he came on as a kid in high school. He was already, you know, had an eye for you. You can just tell when somebody's good. Uh, so, yeah, I think we helped each other, you know, because he was uh, younger and he understood, you know, what what's what's in at the moment. You know, I'm I was five years in probably at the time. You know, getting into a groove instead of maybe learning to grow. So seeing him, you know, wanting to learn and eager to learn probably inspired me a bunch too. And then he, he moved out to Portland and he's, you know, he's a photographer out there and he's doing his own thing. So excited for him and, and happy that I could have been a, you know, a small part in his journey. Um, so kind of tell us a little bit how you ended up in the industry. 
Yeah. So I always knew I wanted to be self-employed. I didn't know I would end up in the wedding industry. Um, and one of those ways I always love to create, you know, I like to create more than I consume. And I loved photography, cinematography and music. And I was picking, you know, one that at that moment, you know, being 18 years old, fresh out of high school, um, what can I make a living doing? And it seemed like the quickest way to make a living was to do the content creation for people, the photography, the cinematography. So I started in music videos, live events, small business stuff. And musicians don't have any money, so music videos wasn't really paying the bills. And then I did my first wedding, kind of at random, a friend of a friend who needed one, you know, shot it super cheap. Um, and I, I really just enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed being there and uh, seeing love stories unfold. And then I, uh, I, you know, I just started offering it. And then I think I did like three weddings at the tail end of that year. Uh, and then the next year I did 10. And then the next year I did 30. And then the next year I did over a hundred. <laughs> so it kind of, it kind of just snowboard. Did, yeah, it did its own thing. So. And I think I met you the first time was when you came to Rixie for the Madeline Stewart photo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was beautiful Madeline Stewart. She's so talented. And yeah. that was such a beautiful, you did great work. Yeah, Aussie, was, right? That was in the beginning for you. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty early on. Was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, that was a cool... Um, Quaid was one of our gorgeous models for that particularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the problem because Quaid's worked on and off up at the manor for since we opened. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I'm just coming back. <laughs> you, you just you just don't know what you're going to get dragged into doing in any minute, right? That's but that's part of being good at weddings is that you just roll, yeah. roll with well, it. I feel like we've Rixie's created such a family, like all the vendors that we're going to have on our podcast. You know, like Nick, it's everyone just he is always here which is great you and know one of our, nice thing yeah one of our goals with boot camp is also that the vendors get a chance to say what's great about them but also that they're here to give advice that's not about them necessarily mm -hmm. it's not about mm -hmm. selling what they do as a person but what you should be looking for as a bride or groom when you go out to any vendor um in the in that particular niche of the industry exactly um, with the industry being hit so hard, uh, how has it been for you with like weddings and everything coming up or, you know, babies on the way and yeah. adjusting, you know, talk like with your packages and pricing and how has it all changed? Has it been a complete 180 for you or? I would say it's been, uh, yeah, 180 just because a lot of people, you know, with government mandated occupancies, it's been a a lot of rescheduling, a, a few cancellations, a handful of elopements. You know, people are like, we're still getting married, but y'all just can't come, you know. Uh, <laughs> you're uninvited. <laughs> yeah, you're uninvited. We might, we might have a party later, but um, yeah, I would say the biggest thing is just rescheduling because, you know, it, people don't kind of see it as this way. We, we book a year, two years out, so we don't lose the person, the job, but we lose that date. Right. So we lose an income for how long has it been? You know, we basically have lost a full year's income in right. a sense. Well, um, I think some of us are now running into using, losing a second year's income. Yeah. At the current yeah. rate. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's, you just kind of roll with it. You know, you, you, you do what you can, you help people when you can, you, if people are really canceling their weddings, you know, we're open to refunds, you know, we're not. So it's, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I've always thought about it like this. There's photographers and cinematographers that try to impress other photographers and cinematographers. And then there's photographers and cinematographers that try to impress the client. So yeah. I'm always client heavy. You know, whatever makes the client happy is, is make, you know, it's going to get me booked again. Not, not making a really. Well, that's going to be a theme, I think, amongst everyone, hopefully, that we talk to. Yeah. Um, tell me what people usually budget for you guys. For us specifically, well, cinematography, um, it's a weird range, right? Sometimes cinematography is, if I got money left in the budget, I'm going to book a videographer. And sometimes that budget left with them is 1500 bucks. Now that won't book us, but you probably could find somebody like that. Um, and if they go into it heavy, like I want the best video I can get. I mean, you're over 5,000 for a, for a cinematographer. We're, we're sitting about 2,900, I think for a three to five minute highlight video and all your raw footage and stuff like that. 
Um, my biggest regret, and Nick will know this because I think my husband was on the phone with Nick the day before our wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that we <laughs> fell into the first category, which was having built a wedding venue. Our budget was non-existent. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't have a wedding venue. Uh, I didn't have a wedding videographer. And last minute we were like, we really should. And then we backed out. And it's been the biggest regret, yeah. I think, of that day is that I don't have a video. I think that stemmed from us running into each other in Green Roost. Mm-hmm. Like, Two yeah. days, three days before the wedding. We had never met before, I don't think, did we? No, I no, maybe not. And Ben was like, "There's this guy. He's a videographer. He's great. He can come to the wedding." And this is 24 hours before our wedding, and he's yeah. like, "He'll do us a really great deal, and this and that and that." And I just, uh, any job. bride who's 24 hours before her wedding will know that that is not the time you ask a girl a question, because um, they're never thinking clearly. Yeah, I will say this, you know, because you said it's one of your biggest regrets. I, I, you know, being married, I got married, I had a wedding. I've probably looked at my wedding photos like twice, maybe twice, you know. And when somebody asks how my wedding was, I don't show them my, I don't pull up a thousand image gallery. I pull up a three minute highlight video and I say, how was it? Watch it, you know. Uh, Well, I I know from rewatching videos that you've done of our couples that, I will cry more watching their videos than I ever would looking at my own wedding video, my own yeah. wedding photos. Like the fact of the matter is, I think I've rewatched, I mean, Will and Joy's video probably 50 or 60 times over the last yeah. six years. Yeah. It never gets old. And speaking about emotions, how is it for you when you're capturing the day? Like, do you worry about getting those specific moments yeah. or, you know, if you have how many guys do you have on your team doing yeah. that? And also, is it emotional for you? Like, you know, do, do you get teared up? And <laughs> yeah, I what I I mostly get teared up at father daughter stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's huge, especially with you know me now about to be a girl <laughs> girl dad. You know, uh, but but yeah. So I'm always uh, emotion focused. I because I want people to remember their day as it happened and not how I'm influenced it you know i don't i I don't especially with video i I don't want to be like hey do this or hey can you re-hug or hey can you you know i just kind of i'm always just kind of ready with the camera in my hand and kind of hide in the shadows you know like just so i can get the moments as they're happening and not yeah as i had any influence to make a really cinematic film you know i feel like i've seen at a lot of receptions like you know, you see the photographers running out onto the dance floor and like staging people and whatnot. Mm. And that, it doesn't feel as real where, yeah. you know, I think with video, you're capturing that in the moment, yeah. almost like a candid video, mm-hmm. I guess, of it, mm-hmm. which is really important. Yeah. Do you, how many hours do you usually do in a day? On a wedding? Yeah. I mean, if you count all of them, probably like what, drive time and stuff, like eight to 10, I would guess. Yeah. Our package is eight hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so on average, you know, we're there eight hours. Some people add more hours. Some people, you know, they're like, hey, can you do less hours for if we have a lower budget? You know, sure, we, we adjust for that as well. Um, yeah, if you're including drive time and like prep time email, because Amanda's great at working timelines with people. And She's the best, like that. absolutely so the best. Like we're probably 20, 40 hours leading up to your wedding with Amanda yeah. doing stuff. And then, you know, so. And then editing on the other side of that. Yeah, yeah, that is it. I'm, you know, I the way that I shoot makes it a little easier in the editing process because, as I said, I'm not looking to create the most cinematic film. I mean, there's there's definitely cinematographers that do that, and, and there's a space for that, and there's a, you know, some people would prefer that. Uh, they want their thing to look like a movie. I'm kind of a blend in between. I uh, I would rather have the the emotion and throw in some raw camera audio instead of you know picking the most you know cinematic song and putting slow-mos and you know i i find a balance between the two so i was gonna say how do you pick music like i feel like that's one of the toughest things i would have to do and you're a musician which helps so much this is a good question especially for couples to know so they have i there's people do it different ways vendors videographers do it different ways i use a subscription-based service called music bed um because, you know, Ed Sheeran, you can't use his song. I don't have the rights to it. And even if I wanted to get the rights to it, it's probably like, what, 100 grand? You can right. use it in your wedding video. Yeah. Like legally, you know? Yeah. Um, so with me, I pay subscription-based service. Couples have the access to that website. They can go search. You know, they can click the genre they want. They can click the mood, whether it's love or upbeat or dance. And yeah. 
Um, you can pick singer, songwriter, folk, country, rock, whatever you want to pick. And they have the option to go dive through hundreds of thousands of songs and pick the song they want, or they can leave it up to me. If they leave it up to me, it's really based off of how I felt while I was here. You know what, yeah. what the mood was, what the energy was, and then I match it to the to the clips. Have you ever put your own music into a video? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. No. Nick, being uh, along with being a phenomenal wedding videographer, <laughs> photographer, is a yeah. man of many talents. And while he could not afford to become a full time musician at the age yeah. of eighteen, <laughs> is yeah. now making massive inroads to that right now. Yeah, we're getting closer. Absolutely. So I feel like you're such a trendy person, you know, in that aspect, especially with your editing styles and whatnot. What keeps you, you mentioned Brady, you know, before, but what keeps you up to date and trending and, you know, in line with everyone? So right now, I mean, as far as that goes, it's, I pay attention to a lot of short form content because people's attention spans are shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter (laughs) so if you i mean really even just scrolling through tiktok you'll learn how people's brains are working right now nick being a master tiktok quaid and i just slowly getting to grips with it yeah you need we're gonna get there even though quaid is like a good generation younger than me i'm really glad to hear we're in the same position on that one yes (laughs) when you start having weddings up and running here again and just creating short form videos of the day you're going to do well Well, that's what i want to do i want to start going through the manor while it's quiet and empty (laughs) you know and getting those images and getting your drink up for the busy season yeah Yeah. um which will be here hopefully before any of us know it although it Mm -hmm. does give us time to do stuff like this which we would never normally have time to do at this time of the year yeah because we'd be running straight into winning season um on a really practical thing because this is something that comes up a lot when we do in-person boot camp miking up um really quickly just tell me about your relationship with some of the other vendors but very specifically i think you have to work well with the dj and the photographer yep yep um you say miking up yeah like miking your bride and groom how do you mic them yeah there's ways you can do it um i prefer the hardwire version which is take a small microphone or recorder uh run a lob up and put the mic in their pocket so it's separate from the camera there's no wi-fi like if you use if you're using wireless, you have the op, uh, uh, the option of the signal cutting out, and then you lose audio. So it's much easier that way. It's much more convenient, but uh, it's a little bit more of a risk. Now, with a great relationship with a DJ like uh, Nate Clancy, I'm the DJ that net. Um, I know I can trust his audio. Yeah. So I I would typically run two sources. I would put one on the groom, and then I would put one like you know, zip tie it to the, what do you call that thing? Arbor. Arbor. Uh, <laughs> zip, I'm a guy, okay. Uh, zip, zip, zip tie it to the, lever. <laughs> sorry. Uh, zip tie it to the Arbor. And then, uh, but with Nate, like knowing that I can trust a, D, a DJ, I'll, I'll put one on the groom and I'll mic in with Nate, plug into his system. And then I'll typically just use what Nate had, you know, yeah. mine becomes the backup because I can trust Nate. And I, and I think good relationship with photographer just comes down to there not being an ego between the two. Um, you know, whose shot is better, who's more important, you know, uh, who's running the day, you know, whatever. If you just have a good relationship like that, where there's no ego and you know, you, you both want the best for each other, then it's, yeah. How often smooth. do you just do the videography boat versus the whole package? Me personally? Yeah, like new gen. Uh, it really boils down to who's inquiring for what on what date and who booked it first and who requested what. So if somebody emails me like, Hey, I want Nick for videography on this date. So specific I'm locked in for video. Yeah. Uh, but I would say the percentage is probably I'm doing me personally. I'm doing 90% photography. Um, and Aaron 10%. handles a lot of your video. Aaron, yeah. Aaron handles a lot of the, a lot of the video work. Um, but I still do a lot of video work outside of weddings. Yeah. It's just what people are booking me for specifically for weddings is photography. Yeah. I, it was, I booked uh, Nick a year ago mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. when I was in DC yeah. and we did a great video of Sequoia. Um, it was so amazing. And people to this day still message me saying how wonderful like it, it was. Good, yeah. Good. The chefs, everything. Nice. It was beautiful. So it's lifestyle, realty, yeah. weddings, yeah. you know, Nick does it all. Like I said, he was our first, when we did do Madeline Stewart, which I don't think any of us, for those that don't know who Madeline Stewart is, she is a model who um, has uh, 
formed herself a very, very successful career. But part of one of the things that she is known for is having Down syndrome. Um, and she came and did a photo shoot with us, which was, as my husband says, I'm uh, dangerous when I'm bored. And that was just something I <laughs> sorted out in kind of six hours. I don't think we any of us knew how much it would blow up. But I did get to pick my cream of crop vendors for it. Um, <laughs> and part of that was having Nick behind the camera because I wasn't going to make that mistake twice um, <laughs> <laughs> on that particular one. So, uh, yeah, it's it, it kind of falls into every category, right? I mean, doing a little bit of everything. Do you ever worry about um, weather or like, you know, wedding venues? Like, uh -huh. Rixie, we have weather plans, but... Yeah. It, middle of the ceremony it pours in raining yeah. you have all the camera footage and yeah. everything what is your backup how do you edit that how do you make it look pretty yeah so I, I, I take a different approach to probably most people with expensive gear yeah for me a camera is like a hammer for a construction worker it's yeah. a tool to get the job done if if it starts raining it's going to be in the rain. You know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to be like, Oh, sorry guys. Can't get the shot. You know? yeah. It stays in the rain. And if the camera ends up dying afterwards, you know, Oh, well, <laughs> I get another <laughs> one. You know, it's like, I go, go to Lowe's, get another hammer. If it breaks. You can replace I, I the camera. You can't mind. replace the moments. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I just, most, most people would be worried about their gear. You know, I, I don't have a connection to stuff like that. Um, it's more just about getting the job done. So what is the thing that stresses you out most on a wedding day? Like if you're coming into a wedding day, because for us as a venue, I think it's weather. We have control mm -hmm. over almost everything else, but we have no control over the weather. Like, what is it for you? Uh, I don't have, I, like I said, I'm a, I might be a different breed on this. I'm really not stressed. What's Amanda's stress going into the wedding day? <laughs> Making sure I get there on time. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> Amanda being the, uh, Nick being the creative genius, Amanda being that engine that actually makes sure that we get there. <laughs> Amanda is every detail stressing about everything. Um, me personally, I'm like, I got no control over how this day is about to go. I got no control if my camera's going to break. I mean, if I do, I got another one. I always bring backup cameras. I got no control if the card, you know, the, the best I can do if a card fails, which is really rare. It's happened once in 400 weddings, you know. Um, I can send it off and I got their footage back. I can send it off and I pay $1,600 for them to recover the data on a card. Um so even though it was law, you know, so I got, I got no stress, you know, I'm, I'm not like a guy who stresses over monetary stuff. Like, so what it cost me 1600 bucks, at least they got their footage, you know? Um, yeah, that's just, and people like that, you know, it's, it's kind of clients. They think they, they're kind of weird about it at first. Like, does this guy even care? You know? And then uh, after it, they're like, Nick was so laid back. Like yeah. he made the day so easy going. He wasn't in my face, you know? So after they see their video and they're like, oh, he was actually working. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, th I think when it comes down to like posing your couples and getting like when photographers are working with couples yeah. and videographers, you know, they get stressed because some guys are like, what do I do with my hands? Like yeah. they're stressed out and that's an, that's a tense moment where they feel awkward. Yeah. So I've noticed you help them relax because you're relaxed. Yeah. And that's, yeah. A, that's a good point. And then guys, guys really, are drawn to me being there, which yeah. sometimes is a, is a good, a good thing for the whole day. You know, like if a guy's not all, you know, this chick keeps telling me what to do, you know, <laughs> I already got a, my wife telling me what to do. You know? so, yeah. So, oh, well, I'm uh, sure when we talk to some of the female photographers that we've got lined up, they'll explain how much fun it is to wrangle a bunch of groomsmen. When oh, I know. They love it. it does yeah. help to be a guy. It helped immensely when I had uh, my husband Ben who will drop in at some point in these podcasts at various points yeah. like it definitely helped at times to have him around to be able to yeah kind of be absolutely there. it's a good balance like you and Ben are very similar to Amanda and I mm -hmm. as far as like you're detail oriented and you got everything right and Ben's like yeah just let me know when you need me to move the chairs you know <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding but but you no, know that's what true. it's true I mean you know like he bless him he's ready for like i give him much like amanda does i make sure that everything's yeah. laid out in front of him so yeah. that he can do what he's good at 
mm-hmm. to the best of his ability without having to worry about what I'm good at, which is making yeah. sure that I've left enough time to do up the thousand buttons on the back of a wedding dress. Yeah, yeah. it makes a great team. It really does. Um, so speaking of Amanda, you've got another girl on the way and you've got your boy. Yeah. What advice would you give them if they were getting married? Like Who's getting married? Your kids in oh, 25 or 30 years time. Right. They're getting married. <laughs> I, I I'm a like I said I'm a weird dude. I would just say Nick's like they're not getting married. No 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 no. When they, when they get married, I I would tell them that the things they think are important probably aren't. Um, like all those little details that you're stressing about. That when the day comes around, the only person that knows they went wrong are you. You know, no guest there knows that anything was different than it was supposed to be. Or me so, or Wade. Except for y'all too. Uh, so I, I, yeah, the things they think are important really aren't, you know, and, and the things that are supposed to last, which is the relationship, you know, if you focus on that, the, everything else will fall into place. So that that's my main goal, right? Just love each other well and never give up on each other. But if it comes to details on a wedding day, yeah, get, get your memories. You know, I think that's the most part, the photo, the video, get your memories. Everything else is gone that same day. Your cake's gone that day. Your, your, your caterer's gone that day. Your flowers are gone that yeah. day. Your dress is never worn again. Most likely a lot of those things you never, you never see again, but your memories you have forever. So. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we, I mean, so what we did before we did this was we put some questions together so that we weren't running totally blind. And one of my favorite things that I get asked all the time is what is the craziest thing that's happened to you when you've been doing your job at a wedding? Because that is something that every time anyone who works in weddings, you say to people, I'm a wedding planner, I own a wedding venue, whatever. They go, oh, a brides or bridezillas and craziest yeah. things that <laughs> jump to your mind. Go first. Oh God. Uh he's got to answer this question many times over the next few months. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one. For me, I think it was like the entire tent blew away. Oh, really? Yeah, the whole like tent. A, it was a whole like the whole tent, and we just had to like go plan B with it. Yeah. And like um it was a hurricane coming at last minute. We had no warning, nothing. We had everyone in the basement, like the whole tent went. We had two weddings running at the same time. So we did the ceremony in the hallway, going down the stairwell to the basement right there, knocked it out. And then it, everything stopped and they had a beautiful wedding outside. <laughs> which one was, when was this and which venue was this? This was at Airly. Was it like, like two it, years ago? Yeah. Okay. Just, so I remember that wedding. Yeah. Because we had the same deal. Chinese. <laughs> we had an amazing Chinese wedding um and with like a lion dance and the whole deal all eaten Dude, outside everything were you here for that one a lion dance i was here for a lion dance uh inside or outside for that one yeah, the, the that was in the ballroom the lions okay the ball so it was that was the first one we did where it was okay, crazy yeah. but okay. the next one yeah all our tables blew over like everything out of nowhere like no yeah. warning at all right Go on. it was like a beautiful day and then like there's like tornado warnings on everybody's uh-huh. phone, like phone. That's the worst. When you hear <laughs> warnings on a phone and the ceremony is dead quiet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I was saying to Quaid the other day that we were watching a TV show here in the England with some friends and um, the tornado warning went off on the in the show and they were like, what is that? And I was like, oh, that's a tornado warning. And my heart just went at like 50 miles an hour because I was thinking, how the hell do I do a wedding while a tornado is happening? And that's like my... Number That's one where we go to. <laughs> extreme wedding. I hear the tornado warning and I think, oh my God, all my tables are going to get blown over. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Nick, That's you got to do it. Craziest wedding story. Yeah, I'm going to use one of Amanda's because I don't remember anything from all the weddings that I've done. So Amanda was at a wedding, <laughs> I, I think in, yeah, I've gone, I think a wedding in uh, DC, I'm pretty sure it was. It was walking down the sparkler send off, okay? Grandma's coming down the stairs. I don't know if she's been drinking or not, but she falls. She falls. She's going down. She gashes her leg open. There's blood everywhere. And uh, while the sparkler send-offs coming, ambulances are coming in. So they're having their sparkler send-off. Ambulance coming in. They get grandma. She's gone. Um, but I wasn't there. So. <laughs> well, Nick, uh, the first wedding we, I guess, we worked together was Joy and Will's. Yeah. And yeah. that was pretty crazy. They ran out of food. Yeah, see, those are things that I'm just like, I don't even remember. 
Okay. Well, yeah, I guess I had a, I had a bride the other day. Uh, and typically, you know, like people are like bridezilla. I'm like, they all are fine. You know, they're yeah, all they fine. They're, they're getting married. What do you want them to do? But this one was upset. It was the middle of fall. She was upset that there was leaves on the grass. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Virginia. Yeah, I'm like, well. <laughs> To be fair, I once had one of my absolute favorite brides. I grabbed her. And I actually think you might have worked this wedding. But I grabbed her and I said, hey, hon, like, you need to come outside at sunset. We got to get these sunset photos done and she said can we push it by like 20 minutes i was like no i'm really i'm good but like (laughs) sunset is like something i cannot change and the moment she you could see the moment it left her mouth she realized that it was like she was like oh no wait yeah no even i recognize that for a bride you you would do anything anything if possible but you can't stop the sun um and kind of like back to crazy moments so let's talk about sparklers for a second yeah. do people cut like i know for talk photographers sarah houston being one she had i love this photo a guy took the sparkler put it into the unlit sparklers mm-hmm. and the whole thing went up mm-hmm. it's the best picture but like she's had people come after her i mean that's your video have you guys ever dealt with that like I, I mean, sparklers are a tough thing for vendors, and I don't think couples get it. I mean, Dora says it best. You're giving drunk people fire sticks. Yeah. Stupid. Know? It is a stupid <laughs> thing we do. I will say that despite that, I have a pretty good speech that I do for every yeah, yeah. sparkler exit, and consequently, the very worst is that they every once in a while will hand me back the hot end of the sparkler, not the cold <laughs> end of the sparkler. Um but generally we've got a pretty good, but then I don't let anyone touch the sparklers other than me. And when I give them to them and bring them back, does that make sense? The biggest issue is people are like, they're like, oh, if we light them all at once, it'll be faster. Oh God. (laughs) They are hard to light. To be fair to people, they are hard to light. Um, You have to have one of those Bunsen burner torches. You know, they're like, like you can't have just your normal, um, Uh, light pot, light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to have that like butane one. I got uh, some holes in clothes. You know, I, I got some holes in well, clothes. Couples get very surprised when we're like, "Okay, we're gonna stage your sparkler exit at this time, and then everyone's gonna go back to the reception." Or oh, they're yeah. like, "Wait a minute, it's like you're sober. Yes, <laughs> this is the time to do it." Yeah, let's do it. Make it people happen. haven't left. If you wait till the end of the night, it doesn't matter exactly. how great your wedding is. By the time your wedding finishes, say at 11 o'clock, you're going to have lost at least 50%, if not more, of your guests by that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, usually kind of 50-50 through leaving because they're old or drunkenness. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and like, and if you want them to be a part of it, you've got to do it as soon as it gets dark. Yeah. And couples are coming up with, I think, different stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, what is something? So with videography, do you do a lot of the send-offs? Like, how does it work best with you? What? Yeah. What's a good way to stage it? And what's a trend, I guess, you would like? I, I think my favorite recently uh, is bubbles and just backlighting the bubbles. So yeah. light, lighting yeah. up the bubbles. When it, just because it's something. Yeah. And I know people do bubbles, but not as much as sparklers. So just something that's, you know. <laughs> uh a little different even though not too different i have seen people take glow sticks and put them in balloons yeah i'm seeing that a lot right now that's uh that's something interesting um throw like anything it would i mean video photography you backlight it it's gonna be cool looking so throwing up uh snowflakes fake snowflakes was one i did not long ago, they got fake snowflakes gave them all the guests and they threw them up as they passed by so you know that's biodegradable Yeah, right. Biodegradable fake snow snowflakes yeah. from Amazon Prime. Um, <laughs> we've got a bubble. Actually, I don't know if Quaid knows this because he hasn't probably had a chance to hunt through our borrow shed yet. But we that actually have a bubble machine in there. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty good for the bubble exits. Is there still a fog machine from that amazing Halloween wedding? Uh, yeah, I've got two bubble machines in there now. The little one and then like a more professional one that another bride bought and left with us. Love um, it. So that's pretty cool. What are you wanting to try, Nick? You are creative. What do you want to see happen? Like, what do you want to try? There must be stuff. The the biggest thing I've wanted to try at a wedding would be almost a vlog style wedding. So throughout the day, I give the camera to the bride, to the groom. They update how they're feeling. 
they take the camera like this and go talk to their their friends and their family and then the, the edit is more vlog like it's yeah. a video blog of the day instead of a uh, a highlight video so a five minute vlog and then you get you really get like hey take the camera go in the other room by yourself and update it yeah they're much more comfortable to say how they're actually feeling and then yeah. uh and then i think that's much more intimate for the couple to be able to watch but i haven't uh but it's you know it's one of those things you you can mention it to to a bride or groom and then having them agree to it you know because it because it, they haven't seen it right it seems yeah. kind of weird in the moment like i don't want to talk to a camera you know but I think if I was able to get somebody to do it, they would really, they would really love it. Well, if we talk nicely to some of our clients, I'm sure someone will be up for something fun. Yeah, I think it would be really cool. When you film my wedding one day, I want to do it like the Parks and Recs or the office style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just look at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like a new take on that like old 80s thing, which by the way, any parents still come back to the idea that wedding videography is like the big camera on the shoulder and it's yeah. like what are your words for the couple um yeah. and then it's on a vhs that just collects dust on a shelf that you can't mm -hmm. and you're like no it's on your phone and you pull it out at a bar and like mm -hmm. it takes three minutes or yeah. you know i email it to grandma's video phone like yeah, video yeah. i don't know photo frame that's the thing well, yeah. there's this vintage phone now that um, a lot of weddings are doing. You pick it up and you leave a message for the couple, mm. but it's like a vintage phone you put with like set tees and stuff. And oh, that's cute. Yeah. Um, it's called like memory phone or something. Yeah. Slightly the coolest coming from inside the house, but other than that, kind of cute. <laughs> I think anything like that, anything to get a genuine yeah, because it, it's, it's rarely genuine if somebody professional comes up and they're like, hey, say something. They're going to like try to think of the most professional way they can say yeah. it. But if you give a camera to two drunk friends and they're just like this, you know, they're going to say how they feel. Yeah. And, and if you're by yourself, it's easier to talk to a camera. So I think anything like that is. That is and I, and I'm, you I'm know they're going to walk off with your cameras. Like, I remember no. one wedding we did where the bride and groom put out like Polaroid cameras for people to take yeah. photos. And at the yeah. end of the night, I'm like, that is not a favor. Give that back. Like, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I love giving the groom the camera on the dance floor. That's one of my yeah. favorite yeah. things because it's the same, right? If you yeah. have a camera in your hand, you're going to walk to your boys and you're going to, you know, you're going to do this. And that makes the edit that much better and that yeah. much more genuine. So, Wait, do you have photo booths still? Do you do photo yeah. booths? Yeah, yeah, we have it. Yeah. Can you do like for people recording? You can, you can. Yeah. I, I haven't set that up. I, I can do, there's so many things. You can do green screen. Yeah. You can do, you can, if you, if there's Wi-Fi at the venue, and this is why I don't mess with it too much, because it's never guaranteed that there's yeah. going to be Wi-Fi. Um, you can, after the pictures are taken, people can enter their email. It can upload directly to Facebook. It can upload. Um, so there's little things like that you can do. It has all those capabilities. I just, for me, I keep it simple. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had Perfect. a photo booth at our wedding. And none of my guests realized that we got sent a copy of every single photo. Uh -huh. Oh, no. <laughs> um, let me tell you. And we had like one of the old school ones with the like actual booth curtains around it. What people do when they think that it's a faux private photo is very, <laughs> very different. Like, yeah. 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 I got lots of photos of my more than middle-aged neighbors making out in a photo booth um, where I'm like, wow, I don't think you realized that one of these days I was going to set my whole family down and we'd go through these photos one by one. And that was a really disturbing surprise. Um, they are cool though, from that like candid, like having fun, like real fun. If you guys ever do a vow renewal, I think you should have an album laid out for people to see all of them. All the really, like, they're all on my Facebook page, actually. You can go on them. I think I left the worst ones off, but pretty much if you go on our Facebook page, there's pictures of, like, my, uh, one of my cousins pushing his girlfriend's head down below frame because um, he thought it'd be real funny. Uh, there's, like, you know, you know, funny ones, but, like, not super it. wedding appropriate. And you got to know whenever you do anything like that, there's going to be a penis drawn or a penis something mm -hmm. or, yeah. like, always somewhere always there's always if ever anyone like we've done photo guest books where like people draw and stuff on like a canvas oh that always ends up being a penis had a wedding where the groomsman every single shot had his junk pulled out and i'm like how did this get past everybody and like she's in the entire gallery she's like i have to edit this out of every photo <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Weddings, drunk people, and penises are just like 
great day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what's your favorite bit of the wedding day, Nick? You said the father-daughter dance gets you teary. Yeah. Um, I, I like well done short ceremonies to the, like, to the point, um, nothing on that, not like, you know, efficient, like trying to have his moment, but like really specific to the bride and groom, you know, like I like it when, when they speak to each other, um, and the officiant kind of just lets them do that. Yeah. And when officiant starts rambling, it makes it seem like it's about them and not about, you know, the day. So I like that. Uh, other than that, uh, dinner is great. Um, <laughs> yes, dinner is everyone's favorite part. Dinner, dinner is great. Uh, snack time is cool. We stock um, our kitchen, actually. Quite, I will yep. give you the menu um, to stock all the vendors' favorite snacks in the kitchen. Yeah. But yeah. if you really want a treat, go around Target with Nick and let him pick out his own snacks. Come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, but legit, though, it's probably the the cocktail hour when, when we're out just with the bride and groom. Yeah. yeah. I think you can be the most creative in that moment. Yeah. yeah I, I Tell me, I mean, based on, like, the ceremony thing, because it's not something we think about at the manor all the time, but obviously there's going to be people listening to this that are not getting married at the manor. Yeah. Tell me about like indoor, like church ceremonies, lighting challenges about that kind of stuff. Catholic weddings and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess the biggest toughness of Catholic weddings is knowing, I mean, over time you figure it out, but knowing what to film, what not to film. Cause there's a lot of stuff that it just it doesn't need to be documented. And if it does, I mean, you got your camera there running for an hour so uh, it really just comes down to what, what the bride and groom are expecting out of that. Um, but as far as lighting goes, I really just, I'm really good at working with what I have. Um, and I think, I think a lot of people use equipment as a crutch. Um, and I just, like the best camera you have is, or the best camera that you can use is the one you have, you know, same, same with your lighting. And I think just making the best of every situation is really all you can do. And, you know, I'm not really a, do you find that uh, restrictions, like where you can go, what you can do, kind of those things with venues, both like obviously in churches, I know there's quite yeah. a few around us where you have to, it's a church, you have to be respectful of where yeah. you are, where your camera is, but also restrictions to do with kind of positions and uh, venues generally. Do you find that venue rules have ever gotten in the way of your shooting and the things that you find most difficult? I mean, you could say, yeah. Um just because I might not have, you know, a, a excessive quantity of different angles. Yeah. Everything's going to get captured regardless, regardless, but, you know, I think the ability to have more angles makes the, the section of your ceremony edit a little more interesting than say, you know, two tripod angles. Cause you're not allowed to move from there. Yeah. Um, so you could say, yeah, but still it's like, you know, just work with what I got. Yeah. With angles, um, is you do a lot of drone work and footage. Uh, now, is that something you include for your wedding day guest, or yeah. an additional, or um, if, if they ask for it, work? Yeah, if they ask for it, I'll bring it. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying like on my website, hey, we offer drone. Yeah. You know, because it's something. It, it it really, I need thirty minutes to. Yeah. Get out, the drone up. Uh, yeah. Get get some good stuff. Bring it back. You know. So we'll make it, it work. It also you know? distracts everybody while it's up. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, if, if you're doing, I don't, I typically don't fly during the ceremony unless it's really specifically requested because it, it's the key word is distracting. It's like people are supposed to be looking at you, but they're hearing a in the air. You know? <laughs> so uh, I don't recommend it during the ceremony. Obviously some people like it for right as they're walking out. Um but then, you know, it takes me away from the camera that I was normally going to use. So it's just a preference. You know, it's a personal preference for whoever. Do you think COVID, like with the safe, like the regulations and stuff, mm. is it making harder for you being, I guess, further away from clients or, you know? Yeah. I, you know, different lenses, different focal lengths. You can seem like you're close from being farther away. The way I used to shoot was probably you know about the about yeah. this far for most of like getting ready and prep and yeah you know uh but yeah now you know just a little bit farther it's not too much different um but that makes people yeah. feel safe which is good yeah absolutely. you still get yeah. the great shots yeah yeah i mean i 
legitimately spent half our weddings with my head up the bride's skirt at some point in the night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I haven't worked. I worked one wedding, one COVID wedding, the very, very first week that COVID came into play. Mm. We had a wedding. It was before they'd made it smaller, but I had been watching what was happening in the UK. So we were, the UK was ahead of the states in putting in those regulations and rules. So we actually put in kind of the same safety regulations that the UK had for that wedding. So we were masked and uh, tip jars and it was all slightly different how we handle cash and how we did all of that stuff. But it was certainly moments where I realized how difficult the job is gonna be. We had two brides that day. So I had two sets of dresses to help with and hair and it was a different thing and you realize how close sometimes you actually have to get. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how mm -hmm. that changes for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, Are elopements, is it harder now being an elopement for you to get and make a video that is as long and has as much uh, footage, I guess, of a real big, large wedding, now a micro wedding um, with the couples and reception and friends and family? You know, does it change your pricing or anything like that? Or it it changes pricing because we're there for much less time. Right. Um, but as far as the edit, I can still fill a three to five minute hi highlight video. It, it gives me more opportunity to be creative because there's less going on. Right. So they're still getting ready. You know, they might have their sister only in the room or yeah. their mom only in the room or their best friend. You know, it's, it's just less people. But like I said, it gives you more opportunity to think of something like prettier, you know, there's less distraction like, hey, you know, I don't mind asking you now to can you scoot by this window because, uh, you know, before you're in the middle of a conversation, I'll make it work. And it, it's better that way because it's a real yeah. raw moment. But if there's not a moment happening, like, hey, come stand by this window, you know, you can It'll make sure the moment happens in better light. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just it's it's, it's easier to focus more on being creative at, at elopements. Um, and I think yeah. that's something so important for our, our couples that we have that might decide to elope or we have couples that are, you know, we're looking to book a yeah. lot of elopements for this year. Yeah. I think that people should realize that guest experience is so much more now. Mm -hmm. You can focus on your guests, what they're getting, what they're experiencing, mm -hmm. you know, the stay that they have, you know, that more intimate moment with your friends and family mm -hmm. where you wouldn't get that on a larger scale wedding mm -hmm. as much. Um, yeah, for sure. I don't think people uh, have realized that yet, but I think in the moment and talking to a lot of friends mm -hmm. after their micro weddings and elopements, the couples have said like, that was the best decision. Mm -hmm. yeah. made. Mm -hmm. A lot um, of our weddings are kind of a hundred to 200 people. That's what we kind of do. But my wedding was 64 people, 65 people, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. um, I honestly, there's so many people on that day that I got to spend time with, but so many people I wish I'd got to spend more time with. And that mm -hmm. was 64 people. Like, yeah. I, I mean, just the very nature of it, if a bride spends two minutes talking to every one of her 120 wedding guests, that's four hours. And that's mm -hmm. two minutes, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't necessarily always add up to being, you know, what you think it's going to be. And and if you want to go out on the dance floor with your friends for a few dances, that suddenly is, you know, 10 minutes you spent with that friend versus two, and you've lost out on seeing that other person for, I don't know, there's, a, there's actual math involved that means that smaller weddings, your budgets tend to be a lot bigger per guest. They get better food. Um, you get bigger wedding bouquet your budget goes into mm -hmm. things it's not being stretched as much usually yeah, especially with catering <laughs> you go from a you know a three course meal or a two course to a beautiful seven course with you know yeah. wine pairings and the chef coming out to your table i mean mm -hmm. you just don't get that you mm -hmm. know in a very large scale wedding well no you can feed 100 people for 30 dollars a meal or you can feed 30 people for 100 dollars a meal like yeah. Uh, the quality of food is so very different and table linens, not just food, but like your silverware gets to be nicer and your plates get gold edges and your, mm -hmm. the whole experience can be upgraded. Right. Um, that being said, you know, you go to Justin Peter's wedding, which was 220 people, I think, and probably one of the most fun weddings we've ever done. Cause 
it wasn't about the edge of the plates. It was about rum, a lot of rum. <laughs> you remember that, Nick? <laughs> Here for um, a good time, not a long time. <laughs> that was a, uh, a lot of rum. <laughs> so, you know, everything is different. There are pluses and minuses to all sides of it, but certainly I've never regretted having a smaller, smaller wedding. Um, how many came to your wedding, Nick? 150-ish. Yeah, so kind of, seems vendors do tend to go around that size. Yeah, yeah we have a... We know so many people. <laughs> yeah. know a lot of people, and, and our family is huge. Um, Amanda has like three yeah. or four dads. And then, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, family... They're all and great guys. Yeah, they're, <laughs> all, they're, all, they're all wonderful. And they all live within like four miles of the manor, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, that creates a lot of family. Um, yeah. So it just happened to be for us, you know, that was what we ended up doing. So we had a rule with our guests, which, uh, was we had to have met them all, which sounds basic, but mm. I meant like every plus one, every, mm. we had to have met them all. Um, we had to have seen them within the last two years and not just for a major family holiday. So yeah, not okay. just like they were at the big thanksgiving table with mm -hmm. which ben would have in new jersey but also that we could make an exception if there was someone that we would ring for marriage advice yeah so and i think when you kind of yeah. think about who would you actually want to ring if if your marriage was in trouble and every marriage has good days and bad days but like if you were having a bad day and that person rang you up or you wanted to ring that person would you feel comfortable enough saying to them today was a bad day or today was a good day and have a real conversation with them and when you try and limit your guest count to the people you feel like that about, it's very mm -hmm. hard to come up with even like 10 people mm -hmm. of they're there to witness you saying something really momentous. Yeah. And as your witnesses, there's, they should feel a sense of obligation to it too. I think, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Is that a weird way some of looking people, at it? Some people do their guest list with like, who's going to make this dance floor the most popping? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> different priorities. You know? That's Joe from our frat brother. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying now. I think everyone's priorities have to have to change a little bit until this is all yeah. done, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're not throwing a family reunion or a frat party. Yeah. We're having a wedding and it is actually mm -hmm. kind of easy when you really consider the magnitude of it to limit those numbers. Yeah. And I think also like people are also doing their small ceremony and justice yeah. ceremony. Yeah. And that's great. Let's do a big wedding next year. Yeah. And I think absolutely come and talk to us about it because we'd absolutely love just to host your ceremony out on our front lawn or, you know, on the rooftop at night, just make it something beautiful and intimate. And then like, let's we keep planning for the big party next year. Oh yeah. And I think we've got, out of our however many weddings scheduled for next year, I think we've probably got 10 of them chose to do that, have already had mm -hmm. a small wedding this year and and we'll do a blowout next year. Or the mm -hmm. year after or whenever they feel or five years or whatever, we will honor what we've said to them and we will do that blowout when they're ready for it. And for brides, you can do your dress for the ceremony and then get a different dress to party in next year and have fun yeah. or wear your dress twice get more use out of it <laughs> yep yep um it's a real expensive one-time only event yeah <laughs> and yet what i mean i've probably we keep a couple of backup dresses i think nick's seen this like we i know mm. quade's definitely seen our backup dresses yeah. um we keep a few backup dresses because as gorgeous as that dress is when you put it on and you walk down the aisle in it when nine o'clock rolls around in the middle of summer and you're still in a corset um, I mean, yeah. I've positioned our brides over our air conditioning vents because they're in the floor. So mm -hmm. you'll sometimes see them laying like casually against the wall. And it's actually because they're stood over an AC vent, which is blasting AC straight up all their many, many layers. Mm -hmm. But having a lightweight dress to actually like cut loose in yeah. is a really freeing thing. Or One silk my... pajamas, I don't care. Put something else on that you can actually like get low in. And yeah. uh Stand up one, again. Of, one of my favorite dresses by Greta Kay is a big ball gown dress and the bottom comes off and it's a romper. Mm. And I was like, that is perfect. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. genius. Like great reception dress. Yeah. Outfit. I, yeah. As long as you're the kind of 
girl that's got a, a enough confidence to rock a romper at their wedding. I'm not sure I could do that. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, did we kick off some uh, uh, fire questions? Yeah. I think we'll split these. You do one, I'll do one, and we'll do it that way. And Nick, you've just got to answer with the first thing that comes into your mind, okay? Okay, I'm ready. All right. Ready? You start, right. Quaid. I'll, I'll go first. Favorite wedding colors? Pastels. Okay. Favorite <laughs> wedding trend? Trend? Uh, breakfast for dinner. Love it. Yes. <laughs> Favorite wedding tradition? Uh, Father-daughter dance. Love it. Least favorite wedding tradition? Okay, and garter toss. Kids at a wedding, yay or nay? Outside with a change of clothes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Worst That's thing to spend your money on. What was it? Where you said Worst thing to spend your money on at a wedding. Oh geez. Um in my in my opinion, it's gonna be anything that doesn't last longer than the day. That's What's your favorite wedding song? Not for your video, but like for dancing and partying at a wedding. Well, I gotta go with my first dance song, Die Happy Man, Thomas Rhett. Love that. Cool. And wedding you will never forget, not your own. Not my own wedding, I'll never forget. Well, I guess it answered the question. I don't remember any of them. <laughs> so, sorry to my couples. <laughs> you guys i know this is quick fire questions but when nick is at your wedding day he truly cares so i do deeply. i do i do <laughs> but i'm a i'm a you know i'm here now you know nick, <laughs> nick never stops he just no, keeps yeah. going he's in the moment <laughs> yeah. yeah what's yeah. next yes um plugged or unplugged ceremonies oh, unplugged wow. absolutely favorite wedding season wedding season to uh to shoot in Fall is great. Gives you different colors than you see for majority of the year. What's your wedding dream to work at or your dream wedding to work at? Anything destination, nice. you know, like hotel paid, food paid. I'd even shoot the wedding for free. You're talking, you're going to take me to the, what do you call them? Maldives? What do you call them? <laughs> Mal, Maldives? Maldives? <laughs> is it the Maldives? Yeah. Food, food being a big bonus to Nick's life. Oh, that's um, what I'm saying. Uh, you feed me, you give me a place to stay. I'm there. What do you mean? Just go to Target and ship it to wherever you're going. <laughs> How many weddings have you worked on? See, oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to just say in between because I don't remember three to 500. Yeah. I would say. I love okay. that. Yeah. So true. <laughs> Fill in the blank for me. The key to marriage is. Be careful, Amanda's listening. No, it's really it's refusing to give up on each other. Because like, like you said, good days, bad days, it's not always 50-50. Sometimes it's a hundred zero. Yeah. Um, you know, most days it's 70-30, you know, from somebody to the other. But you know, I know I've uh, met Amanda, she's a very lucky day. woman. <laughs> I was gonna say she just texted me, she said good answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, it's refusing to give. I've I've always thought that and felt that and lived it with Amanda re refusing to give give up on each other's yeah yeah you guys are great I mean Amanda's not here with us right now which I wish she was but you know we'll do another podcast she's so wonderful to have at the wedding yeah. I think it's great because you really put comfort with the grooms and then she puts comfort yeah. with the bride and the bridesmaids yeah. and the mom so yeah team. we'll you definitely can't... have to do one where she comes in to talk about the nitty-gritty timelining mm. and that kind of stuff because that's yeah, really where she Excel. If you brought her in and asked her these same questions, you would see the polar opposite <laughs> of <Yes>. answers. <laughs> um, I think I think much like Ben and I, either one of us is more than capable of running a wedding without the other. Although, yeah. actually, I mean, this isn't one of the questions, but do you find that there's a bit of sexism? I don't know if Quaid finds this, but like Ben used to find um, that... Um, people he knew i mean he did every wedding alongside me like his knowledge yeah. of what happens through a wedding day and yeah. he, he could talk dresses with the best of them and yeah. and all the yeah. rest of it but like people used to just totally overlook him because oh, he's no. a guy right yeah. absolutely i mean i i started the company just me you know mm -hmm. so it was, it was i did everything uh yeah. for a long time and then when amanda came on it definitely runs way smoother um but yeah, like, you know, I, I've, I did it myself for six or seven years, you know, so it's, 
It's a weird reverse sexism, reverse I think, whatever, I think, that happens with weddings, um, which is... A, a guy in a room, you know, I think a bride feeling comfortable with a guy in a room while she's getting dressed for her wedding. Yeah. You know, I think that's something that maybe they battle with uh, on on that end of things. Like, I need my photographer at some. I need them to be a girl if they're yeah. going to be in my room when I'm yeah. getting dressed. Okay. You know, something like that. Um, but I mean, with you, I mean, you're you're there every detail. So yeah. what what is that like? I feel you? like as a wedding planner, um, but also you know, being a, a gay guy, I mean, I think I put brides at a little bit yeah. more ease with that, yeah. um, and <laughs> hopefully, I put grooms at ease with that, knowing that <laughs> like I'm in the yeah. room with their fiance. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think growing up with the like in this local, you know, town, I've hung out with so many of my uncles and brothers and cousins, you know, I've learned how it is for wedding days for them mm. and how just to run with the best of them, no mm. matter bridegroom, mm-hmm. groomsmen, mm-hmm. bridesmaids, you know, mm-hmm. I think we, as much as we say bridezillas, I think we also have groomzillas. Sometimes. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I, I, and sisterzillas had- and motherzillas and... Yeah, I've had more groomzillas and momzillas than bridezillas. Yeah, I would absolutely say that was the case. And way more drama that comes from siblings of the couple than the mm. couple ever themselves. Like, yeah. 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 Um, like, it's a tough thing when you get a phone call saying, so-and-so is not allowed at the wedding. We have a security guard coming. Mm-hmm. And I had that. Oh, like, we've had that. Yeah. yeah. Quite a few times. A few times. It's crazy. More than you would but think for a, a place in the middle of nowhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we've definitely had that. And I mean, I I get it. Families are complicated and we're certainly going to do an ep- a whole episode on, we're going to do one on family politics and one on bridal party politics because they're really important things for couples to feel comfortable knowing that they're not alone on yeah. that stuff. And Again, boot camp in real life in the ballroom, it's a little different because it's never recorded. It's much more of an intimate space than what we're doing here. And Nick's done, you've done boot camp, I think all six years, haven't you basically? That we've done boot camp. Um, I mean, the discussion at the end about family politics that comes up year after year after year is, is so important. So many of the couples have found that as useful as knowing whether their ceremony should be plugged or unplugged. Um, knowing that they're not on their own. It's just interesting when guys are involved in weddings because I always felt bad for Ben. I remember I was in hospital on a Friday night um, and it was a Mm. rehearsal dinner and Ben was running it. And like I said, more than capable of running a rehearsal dinner of all things. And yet Mm -hmm. I'm still getting calls from people who are like, is this supposed to be here? I'm like, did Ben say it was supposed to be here? Because then it it is like, you know, so it's harder, guys. People trust like you and Ben because they see how relaxed and like easygoing you are, but like how much you've got a hold of everything. Mm. Like they're like, Ugh, they take a breath. Yeah. yeah, that's the nice thing. And I've seen that so many times with like Ben interacting with oh, couples sure. and sure. you the same way. Yeah, um, I will say Nick, as uncomfortable as some brides find it with you being in the room, and we always make sure in those moments that you obviously step out. We get oh, her yeah. dressed, and then you step back in. Do you remember we had one bride that got? in the bathtub fully dressed in her wedding dress got naked and you did a whole yeah. boudoir shoot with her in the middle of her wedding yeah i do remember that um hey look he remembers a wedding uh, <laughs> but jessica right yeah yeah nice <laughs> out of how like, that stands out i mean that is the one only time a- i've ever done a boudoir shoot <laughs> mid-wedding <laughs> Yep, that's yeah. when you know your clients trust you. Yep. And yeah. Also, I forget Nick's there half the time. Like he's just quiet thing. in the background. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, let me just refresh. <laughs> so I know Jessica. She moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. Like I know my, but if you ask me to come up with the memory, yeah. Oh, okay. That's the thing. If you bring it up, I know about them. Yeah. She's like <laughs> one of the only couples we've only ever let. I think three couples ever book us via Skype. Obviously that's changing now because of life, but she's like one of only three couples that we let book via Skype because she was so awesome. She'd been venue hunting in Virginia for a weekend, had not found anyone she liked, hadn't found us, went back to Florida and rang me almost in tears and was like, please, please be a decent human being. And she was so cool. Yeah, she was cool. All right. Well, I think we are wrapped up. Nick, is there anything else you want to add that you think people should know? 
you know about if there's one thing you could teach somebody about videography right now that would save their wedding day what would it be uh don't hire the high school kid okay that is a really it it sounds great you know 500 bucks sounds great but you get what you pay for until he shows up with his iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that sounds great, but, <laughs> but the sound is not going to be great. Yeah, no. if it's five hundred bucks, he shouldn't be lead shooting your wedding. He should be second shooting and learning, and you know. So just yeah. keep that in mind. And then that high school kid may go on to be amazing, but yeah. that yeah. doesn't mean that he was amazing in <laughs> high school. Yeah, yes. in that moment. You yeah, know? it's just. You know, I... <laughs> but I all right well guys thank you very very much um thank this has you. been the wedding boot camp and that's quaid that's quaid that's Bye, guys. nick I'll from new gen oh we got some teeth and i'm isadora <laughs> and um if you enjoyed this please feel free to tell other people that uh are getting married or engaged or even just panicking because they think they might be getting married or engaged about a podcast and go and rate and review it and share it and all those other things that you hear lots of people say at the end of lots of podcasts, but that is because they actually mean something and we mean it and please. Yes. Absolutely. Amen. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Bye. See ya.